Welcome to MS Payne Adventures, a podcast where I reread and finally finish Homestuck. And I read Homestuck for the first time. I'm Gren. And I'm Brendan. And if for some reason you don't know what Homestuck is, let me tell you about Homestuck. Homestuck is a webcomic written by Andrew Hussey from 2009 to 2016 and was hosted on the website MS Paint Adventures. It's about a bunch of kids who play an intergalactic, interdimensional video game. The webcomic is known for its epic length, wacky array of characters, and cult following. This week on Homestuck. Hey. This week on Homestuck. (laughs) Mumps in the past, but not many. It's Rose's birthday, and our favorite mystery character thus far, Garden Gnostic, is chatting with her. Rose has received knitting supplies from John for her birthday. Garden Gnostic tells Rose they've already mailed John's gift to him since it takes so long to send anything from where they live. Garden Gnostic doesn't give Rose a gift, but a tip. That there is a game Mm. that will bring back Rose's dead cat, Jasper. But neither of them know what that game is. Not yet. Back in the present, Dave contemplates retrieving the dead bird who knocked the suburb betas out of his window, but it's long gone, splat on the roof of a building far below him. It's very hot where he is. So hot since it's also raining meteoroids. Yeah. Dave goes looking for a spare beta in his bro's room, which is like Dave's room. It's filled with hot tech, but also some hot puppets. Uh... We are introduced to little Cal, the chillest puppet. Dave is freaked out by all the plush rumps and pesters Rose to settle his nerves. John's house is now completely infested with imps. Nana Sprite is making a fuck ton of cookies and yes. kicking kick an imp ass. John uses his pogo and hammer to kimp, kick imp ass as well. John messes around with his new punch design X when the imps try to attack him unnoticed and bam, Rose sends his tub flying through the wall. Rose creates a hole in the ceiling leading to John's dad's room for a mo- and for a moment, John is tempted to explore. Rose drops heavy objects onto the imps, including a safe that contains artifacts that his father meant for him to retrieve when he was old enough and strong enough to open it. John levels up on his act ladder He's now a pesky urchin. Yay. <laughs> so that's what you missed on Homestuck. <laughs> that's what you missed on, on Homestuck. Homestuck. Hey. Uh, real quick, uh, last episode, I had said that the bird fell and splat on the sidewalk below Dave's building when I was wrong. It was the roof below oh, his how building. Could you? And also, last week, we did not talk about Sweet Bro and Hella Chaff. But we, we have decided to do a separate mini-sode exclusively about that. I think that'll be so much fun. I'm actually <laughs> really excited to do that because <laughs> when I was looking through it, when I was reading it, I decided, uh-huh. uh, well, since you and I talked about it, we wanted to record it for a separate episode. Yeah. And I obviously wanted to get my first reaction for it. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing is I looked at the very first one that it linked to uh, in the story itself. And then <laughs> I skipped to the very last comic. Yeah. And that was some crazy shit that I've never seen. Okay, <laughs> I literally on. don't even remember what it was. It was some deep fried Don't say what it is. Level. We'll, we'll talk about oh it my on God. another episode. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm excited to read it, though. I'm very excited, too, especially because I believe when I last read the comic before the great big hiatus 
Yes. Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff was not completed. Oh, no. So I had read things when I went back to reread it now that I was not aware of. I had wow. never. Wow, and now it's all finished. Yeah. So now we'll see uh, Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff in its entirety. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect. I feel like I shouldn't expect anything. No, <laughs> is the thing. I don't think that you can expect pretty much anything from anything that we're going to read at all. So it should be noted, uh, I made a note of this while reading this passage, uh, that none of the characters, at least the four main characters so far, have met in real life, I don't believe. Really? They know each other so well. At least I don't know if they have prior to where we are in the timeline. I have no idea if they have. I don't think they said that they have. And I don't even know if they say how they all met unless I missed it and you caught it. No, but the only thing that I can really sort of tell that maybe they met was like Dave and Rose talked about uh, Rose's cat, right? Yeah, Jasper. Jasper, <laughs> how Dave somehow knew the gender and the type of animal Rose's cat was. Yeah, which they kind of glossed over. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to, I want to know how he knew that, or was it just a really good guess? I don't know. Or maybe Rose had mentioned Jasper too. Are we talking about her mentioning it to Garden Gnostic or to Dave? Sorry, I got mixed up. Oh, but she Rose could have told Dave the gender and the and the type of cat. Maybe. Though. Oh, it was Garden Gnostic actually. Oh, you're right. Notes. You're right. It's a Garden That's Gnostic. true. Yes. And they did seem to guess. But we will mm-hmm. get into that. That Garden Gnostic is a little bit. Um, I'm going to use a word <laughs> that as okay. soon as you meet this person, you'll immediately be like, "Yeah, that fits." Garden Gnostic is a bit quirky. Okay. So take, you will soon see what I mean. I'm excited. I'm still surprised that we haven't met the last one, right? Because we've is met the last three one. of them now. This is the last main character of the four kids. And right. later on in the webcomic, you will understand why I'm specifying four kids. You will see. I'm not going to say cause spoilers, but you will see. No, no, no. Can we please, please, please talk about Garden Gnostic really quick? Yes. <laughs> I was just about to talk about Garden Gnostic. Yes. <laughs> so Garden Gnostic is just really, really cool mm-hmm. from what I read at the very beginning. Because I think Garden Gnostic only appeared in the section that we read sort of at the very beginning. And then it was the the Turntech Godhead show for a while. Yeah, it was the Dave show. Garden Gnostic, in my notes, I wrote down like... I think they were talking to Turntech Godhead about like their mannerisms and like psychological thoughts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting theory. I, I'm not going to say yes or no. Right. Like everything, I'm just not going to tell you yes or no. Sorry about it. But I did like, uh, wanted to mention that Gigi, I'm just going to go ahead and say Gigi. Garden Gnostics is a bit of a mouthful. Gigi talks to Rose about how not everything has to be ironic because Rose receives a knitting needle and yarn from John for her birthday. And she mentions how John probably made a joke once or how she made a joke once about how Rose needed a hobby and how it was like a jab. I remember she said a jab or a stab at it. And Garden Gnostic's like, you know, not everything has to be irony. 
And I think that Gigi is the only one who isn't obsessed with irony, as I can remember. I mean, I was. That was the humor back then. It was. I mean, I was too. I don't know. I'm I'm still a little ironic in most of my <laughs> in most of my aspects in life. I don't think I am. Am I ironic? Let's move on. Isn't no, it ironic? <laughs> don't you think? It's like Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantis, don't sue us. Please don't Please. sue us. WGN Music, whoever owns that, don't sue us. What do I have next in my notes? I have Dave's Capchalog still gives me a fucking headache. I can't deal with oh, that shit. Oh, God. Okay. Ex- do you know like the inner workings of Dave's Capchalog at all? I know that it's the number based. It's the numbers. Oh, yeah, it's like, based on like remember? the words, and uh, that's how what it is sorts it. Is it, it right? each number is? A, we talked. You remember this, and you wrote this down. I did. You talked about this in the last episode. How it's each number is each letter is like assigned a number or something, and then when you add it all up, that's the order it's going to be in the capture log sequence. Which right. I don't know how. Dave remembers that? Does he successfully remember where things are in his capture log? Maybe. Maybe he's just really freaking smart about it. Really freaking smart. I wouldn't be surprised. Dave knows a lot about tech. He is a DJ. Right. I think that if anybody's going to know about sequences of numbers, it would be him. It Um, would be him, yes. Shout out to any DJs who are listening. Tell us, are (laughs) you really good at math? Is that required to uh, be a DJ? You know, (laughs) when you see a sign on the wall uh, asking for DJs, under it is an asterisk that says, must be good at math. Well, you gotta be. (laughs) Musicians know math. Musicians know a lot of kind of math, right? Okay, it's mostly fractions, though. Like, sewing is, sewing, I tried to explain this to somebody, how I'm bad at math, and the only math that I am kind of good at is fractions because of sewing. Oh, I see what you mean, kind because, of. Because let me explain to the listener and Please. to you and if just you're explain bullshitting to me. me <laughs> is that basically when you're sewing, if seam allowance is like the extra bit of fabric when you sew so that you don't sew towards the edge and all your clothes fall apart. Okay. It's usually the standard amount is... I believe it's three. F- I'm going to get canceled for not knowing this. <laughs> I yes. forgot. I haven't sewn anything in a while. It's five eighths, three fourths of an inch usually. I'm totally wrong. Oh, my God. Whatever. I'm believe in yourself. Again. It's, I believe <laughs> in myself. That's how much it is. So it's a lot of like when you're sewing, if you're say I need to get a dress has a 40 waist and I need to take off two inches but I gotta take off I have to divide two by four so that I can take it from four different spots so it's even all the way around it's a lot of fractions stuff like right, that of course and music for people who don't know music it's I think it's a lot of fractions too because you got like your whole notes your half notes your quarter notes it's a lot of math you just yeah. gotta keep track of but it's just fractions though once you get used to it easy peasy lemon squeezy I'm not used to it math sucks yeah Math does suck. Stay in school, anyway, <laughs> math sucks. Dave's capture log is stupid, is what we're saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All Dave stands, that's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't make dumb. any sense. It's dumb. <laughs> that's from it. this old SNL sketch. It's called Bronx Beat. Oh, gosh. I don't know if How you've ever seen it. No. It's like uh, 
Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph are, they have their own talk show and they're from the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx. Any <laughs> listeners who may live there, I'm about to make fun of your borough. I'm so sorry. And they just have a funny Bronx accent. They go, it's dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> so it's just funny to me because I have a, I'm just easily amused hey, by accents it, and dialects. Accents are fun. I was about to say music is fun, but... Music is fun. It's true. Confirm. Moving on. Dave is a guy. His capture lock is confusing. That bird is on... Is dead. There's no coming <laughs> back from that. That bird is dead. He wants to get the betas, but then he peers out the window, and he cannot see that the city where he lives, which... I don't know if there's ever stated where it is in canon. A lot of people have speculated that it is in Texas. Whoa. I don't know why. Maybe where it do is you in think? Texas. I always just assumed it was in Texas. I think maybe it is canon that it's in Texas. Why do you think it's in Texas? Or do we get to that later? No, I'm saying is I think that we do, but I don't remember. So oh. I may very well be wrong. I honestly thought it was... Because of the size of the buildings, I yeah. immediately assumed it was like a big city, yeah. as in Chicago, New York, one of those. Well, maybe it's in Dallas. I've never been to Dallas. So I would not know. I've never been to Dallas. <laughs> or what's the other one? Houston. Or Houston, we have a problem. It's that one, too. It could be. Houston, we do have a problem. I've never been to either of those. Maybe they do have. I don't remember why people think, or maybe it is... Who knows? Probably because it's so warm and then everything's bigger in Texas. So That is true. It is true. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the world is on fire outside it of was. Dave's window and he does not realize this. <laughs> Quick side note, if you noticed when it got to the point where Dave was looking out the window and it was that like orange and red spiral in his glasses, you could actually see that orange and red spiral out the window whoa like later on i thought it was just a really cool detail that andrew hussey added in so that you could be immersed a little a little more like you're seeing what dave is seeing rather than just like oh it's just another room on this page i don't know it, it added a little bit of immersion which i like oh yeah that's you know the magic of comics as well as the web comic specifically the web comic i remember somebody once said that Homestuck is really the webcomic that takes advantage of the fact that it's a webcomic because there's music and right. flash graphics and interactive little games in it and things like that and GIFs. Almost every image is a GIF right. in Homestuck. So I think that's another example of it. And people would argue that you could do that with regular comics, but I think the webcomic is a really great platform for this story in particular. And there is a print. There's a, I don't know if I talked. That's what I was about to ask you. What about like, how does the print version work? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. I know it exists. I've seen it, but I never like opened it up to actually look inside. I probably should have. Grin, I kind of want to get it is the thing. I don't, I think it's expensive. I don't know if it's expensive. I don't know. It It probably doesn't take as long to read the whole story. But the part of the magic of Homestuck is that it's a webcomic. Like I said, there's the animations and everything. I don't know how much of the text is changed. Maybe something was edited because of it. We don't know. If you know, let us know. We should read it one day. 
We will. When we have the chance. Is there something you would like to share with the class? Uh, is there something that I would like to share? Uh, a particular piece of... Dave looks out the window and he right. contemplates what is happening and says a piece of... Oh, I see what you mean. Bars... <laughs> I'm he really said. He says a. Literally. He says some piece of bars. He says some bars. Breaks off a mean. piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was wondering what you were alluding to. Now I know. So y'all ready for some fire to be spit? Because I, I'm about I to quote it. You are. Uh, Brendan here will be playing the part of uh, Dave Strider, <laughs> and lights, camera, action. Preface: This first part sort of reminds me of that one Taylor Swift song that goes you could have been getting down to this sick beat. No, that's the worst Taylor Swift song. And so here's how the first part's well, going to go. It's not the worst you, one. It's not You great. don't even know what's up with this, this sick s- heat. <laughs> The sun threatens to set, but won't step off. It's staring you down, like the big red eye of a hot needle, skipping on a groove it's tracing round the earth, while lingering in midair, its heat seems to suspend time itself, stretching it like warped vinyl. It's meant to rain this season, but there ain't been a drop in sight. Even a little drizzle would help, might help to fizzle this sizzle a little bizzle, set this record straight on this global turn tizzle, so don't change the dizzle, turn it up a little i got a living room full of fine dime brizzles waiting on the prizzle the dizzle and the shizzle g's to the bizzack now ladies here we gizzo when the pimps in the crib ma drop it like it's hot drop it like it's hot drop it like it's hot english romantic poet john keats thank you thank you i'm taking a bow taking a bow i'm taking a bow (laughs) so I don't know if we mentioned it before, but Dave ironically has, I think he ironically likes Snoop Dogg or maybe unironically. I tend, I've said this before. I think a lot of things that Dave ironically likes, he unironically likes, but he pretends to ironically like them. Oh God. <laughs> That's so but much. Like that was some sick um, bars. Some bars. That was some b- 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 bars. I spit hot fire. <laughs> I can feel it through um, Discord. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing that happens. <laughs> can can we talk about what shows up right after that rap sort of happens? Yeah, go ahead. The Mr. T puppet yeah! comes out of nowhere, and it's so spooky. Why does it even have to stare at me like that? And also... It's wearing a leather thong and handcuffed to a pantsless Chuck Norris puppet. And Chuck Norris is an assless chaps. You have to get it right. Is he pantsless? Chuck (laughs) Norris. Does it matter? Yes, it does matter. It does matter. Yes, it does. (laughs) So much. Okay, so we are in. Are we in Bro's room now? Uh, This is Bro's room because we have entered the Bro Zone is in bro's room because it's we've all just puppets the in there we've entered the bro zone and for those listening at home zone. who for some reason are not reading along with us which is very much encouraged you need the visuals yes but the bro zone is bro's room dave's big bro who i'm not sure how much older he is than him but he is older i'm not sure either dave's big bro 
It has a room full of cool tech things, but also lots of puppet paraphernalia. Oh, and God. a lot of it is <laughs> puppet paraphernalia. And a lot of it is paraphernalia in the sense of the word that relates to porn. Yeah, I, you said it, not me. It's just porn. It's it, well. It's not even. It's not okay. In the context of somebody reading the web comic, when you read it, it's not pornographic. Like I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god," you know. It, but it is like smutty. It's very smutty. Smuppity. Smuppet is what it's called. Bro runs a um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit past my notes here, but Bro does run a, a smuppet, a puppet cam website. I hate it. I hate it so much. People know what that is. If I say cam, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Any boomers yeah. who are listening, give it a goog. <laughs> give it a goog. Feel, see what happens. Give it a goog. See what happens. See what comes up. You'd enjoy it. If you feel like looking it up, it is such a funny image. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny to look at. I did it make you chortle? Did it make you laugh? It made me giggle a little. Good. It's so funny. It was very, uh, very funny. What else? Going back a little bit, there's a Tony Hawk game on <gasps> Yeah. I believe it's is it an Xbox? It looks like an Xbox three sixty. It was an Xbox. That Bro has. And there's a Tony Hawk. The Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Pro he skater. failed to resist the urge to play it because Dave went on a quest to get mad snacks, yo. But the Pro Skater game has these Doritos floating in the air. Yes, I love it. The the latest, the new. There's a new Tony Hawk game coming out, right? I think so. Actually, I'm, I'm yeah, that's gonna genuinely be the excited. Next- Tony Hawk game is like I hope Doritos. It is. You have to grind <laughs> on some sweet and spicy chili flavored Doritos. Yes. What a sponsor, though. I would love to have sweet and spicy chili flavored Doritos. Just that flavor. This podcast, please. Not just even that all flavor. of Doritos. Just no. That. <laughs> Doritos. If you're listening, I w- only want that specific flavor of Doritos to sponsor us. Get yeah, because that. that's a thing that companies can do. No, no, no. WTF uh, with Mark com- Marin is is uh, <laughs> sponsored only by that Mountain Dew that comes out around Christmas. No, the Sierra Mist that comes out around Christmas time. <laughs> you know how they put out that cranberry if you yes, yes. Only that flavor sponsors Mark Marin. Marone. I don't know how to say his name. I've never listened to his podcast. My mother does. Oh, anyway. no. <laughs> oh, WTF God. with get, Mark Marin. Marin, why didn't you correct me? I think, I don't know either. <laughs> I've never listened to him either. Right, sorry, Mark, okay. Mark Marone, Marin. Sorry, everybody. We're podcast posers. We've never listened to <laughs> the one podcast that everybody and their mother listens to. No, that's the Joe Rogan podcast. Is it? I feel like it is. Everyone I don't listens listen to, to Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Do you? But everyone knows Joe Rogan Everybody of knows podcast. who he is, yeah. Okay, but it's like, does everybody know who Mark Marin is? I don't think everyone would know who Mark Marin Marone is. Let's do a poll. When this podcast comes out, this episode, I mean, I have to remember to do a poll and see who knows who yes. Mark Marin is. <laughs> I'll Please, put a poll on know. Twitter. Let us know. Any Homestucks listening to this, if you know who Mark Marin is, let us know. Mar- Marone? A, a, 
Mark Marone, are you are you listening to this? If you are, please let us know. Let us know what your you know last who name. You <laughs> <laughs> but okay. can we talk about yeah. uh, the reason why Dave quit the Xbox because why? the the skater character gets stuck on like a a poorly modeled railing or a piece of wall. He doesn't know, so know. he has to reset and he says, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> it's like glitching. He's like, yeah. I'm doing a motion as if this were being filmed. We're not. But he's like, what's glitching. the motion that you're doing? I'm like kind of jerking my shoulders upward a little bit. I'm not <laughs> doing the same thing he does anyway. It doesn't matter. Well, I wanted to talk about my favorite character in all of Homestuck. Oh, yes. Okay. Don't say little cow. cow. No. Yes. I have uh. a photo of me with uh, at a convention with somebody's little cow that they made. I'm so mad at you. I want a I little cow it. so bad. I love no. little cow. If I see a little cow in like anywhere near you, I will take it and just throw it away immediately. Only I hate that me. thing so much. I love it. I don't want you to have this. That's how much I like hate it. One day I'm gonna make my own little cow. Shout oh out God. in, shout out to everybody who has a little cow. Maybe one day we'll be big enough to have fans and have a PO box, <laughs> and someone can make me a little cow and send it to me. I would love that so much. If I don't, don't send her a little make cow, one please. No, I need don't, my please. little cow. No, please don't. <laughs> that sounds like a catchphrase for some. I sort need of, my little my cow. little cow. <laughs> I need oh my MTV. God. That's what it sounds like. I need my MTV. I need my little cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little cow. What? No, I hate it. I hate it so much. I think it's the Why? eyes that do it for me. It's the eyes? They're just like little doll eyes. Exactly. Little cow. It's like Annabelle. No, that's why. Okay. It's like Annabelle. And you know Annabelle escaped recently. So Annabelle probably, like, uh, Annabelle's possessed little cow on Route and... 66. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go down Route 66 if you see little cow okay. or if you see Annabelle. My thing about Annabelle, this is the episode of where we don't talk about Homestuck. We talk about everything. Yes. But <laughs> my thing with Annabelle is that Annabelle is so obviously evil by the way that they made her look in the movie. Oh, wait, but we're talking about the real life Annabelle. Yes. Who looks like a Raggedy Ann doll, right? Right. But who's going to want a Raggedy Ann doll in 2020? Like, I'm, I'm, I guess no what I'm saying is, how is Annabelle right going to trick anybody to letting her into their home? I don't think I Annabelle's think some small child time. will find it in like a field somewhere. Like, they're going to be out playing <laughs> with their socially distanced masked child, and this child is going to find it. Not to be a boomer, what? but kids these days, they don't gravitate towards like soft toys like that i don't think you think so i think some like little child will see this this raggedy ann doll that's possessed mm -hmm. by annabelle uh. and they will pick it up and little cow will be waiting behind a tree with a knife in its hand about hey. ready to stab this child I'm saying that little cow and annabelle are the in cahoots. Yes, they are. They are in cahoots. They're going to be working together. Okay. I can well, already tell. Anyway, Little Cal is my favorite. I don't remember if I said this in the intro. Little Cal is a puppet. <laughs> He's got this little orange suit. He's got a gold tooth. He's got a backward baseball cap, as all cool kids do. And he's I hate it. the best. 
I think he is, I don't remember if Bro made him or, I don't remember the origin of Little Cow. I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. I think Little Cow is his fave. I think it's safe to say. I would assume so. I mean, it was so like spotlighted that if it's not his favorite, watch it be the Mr. T puppet is his favorite. No, it's Little Cow. It's gotta be a Little Cow. It's definitely Little Cow. He's just a little guy. He's a little, he's a little cow. I hate it so much. God. So, so anyway, uh, Dave, much like Brendan here, flips the fuck out. Good. He hates little cow. He gets, he freaks out, and then he starts talking to Rose, and they talk about Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff, which I think is really cute. They ref that Rose references it. I know. What else happens? It's the, I warned you about the stairs. It keeps happening, <laughs> which is my favorite line in all of Homestuck, probably, except for what we're going to read soon. So Dave flips the fuck out. John flips the fuck out as well. He's using his shaving cream. So there's yes. imps all over the place. He's using his shaving cream, which I don't know if you know this or if you think of this, but every time I see the shaving cream that looks like that, with the spirally, I always think about Jurassic Park. Why? Why do you think about Jurassic Park? Because it was in Jurassic Park. But why Why does that specific spirally thing make you think of Jurassic Park? Because in Jurassic Park, I don't know if you remember Jurassic Park, the film, with the dinosaurs. But, yeah, that one. Um, Newman from Seinfeld, who the actor's name I don't know. Uh, sorry, Newman from Seinfeld actor. If you're listening, I apologize. But the actor... He, his character is like, I don't know if it's the DNA from the dinosaur. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. Or the code or something he puts into the can of the, the that brand of shaving cream. He makes like a secret compartment in the can. You know how sometimes Coke cans, they make them so you can have secret compartments in them? He does what? that with the can. Yeah, that's a thing. You've never heard of that? I've never heard of that. Somebody once told me something macaroni how does that go <laughs> you know the, milwaukee once, once told, told me. me cans off my macaroni milwaukee pasta bandit found dead <laughs> what have you never I've heard, never of, heard that? of this never uh, give that a goog after the episode i got it's a you. fun little thing shout out to the people who know what i'm talking about anyway somebody once told me that they used to smuggle drugs in coke cans there used to be like a space in the coke can and you could use that to smuggle drugs and this person also told me they used it to smuggle coke specifically which to me seems a little on the nose like if you were gonna sneak coke right you might as well you would do it in a coke can that seems a little too obvious but also too obvious too crazy that it just might work anyway Back to what I was saying about shaving cream. So the shaving cream has a little compartment in it and he uses that compartment to sneak something out of Jurassic Park because he's going to like sell it to somebody or whatever. And that's why it always reminds me of Jurassic Park. So is that the kind of shaving cream that you use? Do you see I this mean, often enough that it doesn't associate itself with Jurassic Park to you? No, I see it basically often enough. I I have a big bushy beard uh, that grows very quickly, so... When I do have to shave, I basically use that kind of shaving cream. So that's probably why you didn't think of you don't think of Jurassic no. Park. I never ever see that shaving cream. So when I do see it, I think of Jurassic Park. If you go to your local Walgreens, your local 7-Eleven probably, you will also see that 
shaving cream there, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm not like, if I'm going to Walgreens, <laughs> I'm going to, right now I'm going to the Halloween aisle. Hey! Which I went the other day. They didn't have as much stuff as they normally do, but that's because if you're listening from the future or from the past, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yay! <laughs> Hashtag coronavirus. Oh, God. Hashtag topical. We're getting very topical this week. This is a very topical episode. Good, Go us. We're also recording this on International Podcast Day. Yes, we are. Look at us. We're <laughs> September oh, we're 30th. So good. We're doing it, kids. We're making it happen. <laughs> it keeps happening. I hate anyway, us. what were they talking about? We were <laughs> talking about Dave's uh, brother and his room. Oh, we we're talking but about can we John. talk about? Yes. Oh, is but that you his talk name? about what you wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the brother's room a little bit. I want oh, yeah, to talk about what sort of like scattered around the brother's room because oh, yeah. I feel like we've talked about what are their names? Rosa's room, and then what's the other? kid's name i forget john. his name already john you know room. we didn't really even did we talk about rose's room uh yeah, we i think did, we right? talked about rose's room and i think we talked about john's room i want to talk about the brother's room really quick just because there's just a lot of muppets having sex yeah i don't know what hustling fuzz is but that's a <laughs> giant poster on the wall and there's so many muppet references all of them are just almost sexualized and it's so freaking weird there's the Xbox, there's the Tony Hawk, there's a giant TV, there's his computer there too, and his computer, like, th- Dave even knows the password to his brother's computer? Oh, my, I my, wish we knew my that. My theory is that it's Puppet because it's the same amount of digits. That would be funny. I want to know what it is, like what the official is. I don't know, maybe one day we'll find out. I'm genuinely curious. Uh, but the desktop on the computer is just so unorganized. It makes me so upset. It has terrible organizational systems, in my opinion. I guess then we can tra- transition into the sweet bro and hella Jeff comic that appears on the screen mm-hmm. after that. I'm scared to read it. It's we're a little weird. It. We're gonna we're gonna do it. A lot of people, a lot of people. This is like bro is a big source of the humor of Homestuck to many many people. Do with it what you will. Great, I will. <laughs> but let's talk about the next website called Plush Rump. Yeah, that's the isn't that the 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 Puppet Cams website? That's the Puppet Cams website. Yeah. And it's just a website of puppet asses all day. Yeah, and puppet dongs as well, oh, I'm assuming. God. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, speaking of which, speaking of which, speaking of which, speaking of which, we have to get to this bit in the podcast where you've already got it from Brendan, but now we were going to do it again. It is where this piece of dialogue between Dave and Rose. Uh, I would like for us Dave. to read it to you. You could be Dave. I will be Rose. Should I do a lights, camera, action? Let's do an intro, like a lights, camera, action. Context. They're just chit-chatting, pretty much. They're I think talking. what what part of it? I think they're just talking. No, because David's freaking out. David's freaking out about everything that's in his bro's room. He's feeling a bit overwhelmed. It's hot. It's sticky. <laughs> it's uh, you know Ew. hot and sticky in more than one ways. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> just say anyway. the words. All right, lights, camera, action. Okay, wait, hold on. Why am I getting this stupid game for you? You're the one who should be wrist deep and puppet ass. 
What is the specific problem? The problem is I am up to my goddamn neck in fucking puppet dong. You know you like the mannequin dick. Accept it. I am enrobed in chafing, wriggling, god-fucking-damned puppet pelvis! An obscenely long, coarse Kermit cock is being dragged across my anguished face. Let's put this into perspective. You put up with the puppet prostate because you love it. Also, coarse is a good word. You don't seem to harbor any sympathy for the fact that I've burrowed fuck-deep into lively, fluffy Muppet buttock. I'm whirling in the terrible cyclone at the epicenter of my own personal holocaust of twitching foam noses. It's like a fucking apocalypse of perky probiscus here, like the proboscolypse, I guess. <laughs> Are you going to start rapping about this? What? No, no, listen. Prong of flesh bereft of home, found solace, twixt a cleft of foam. No, oh Jesus. Of apocalypse, your thoughts eclipse a painted pair of parted lips that dare through kiss to stir the air that teases tufts of orange hair, and through faces flushed in lovers' fits, hands snug in plush as gloves befit. Okay, Dickinson. If you can shut your perfumey trap for a half a second, this is serious. I'm just saying, if I see one more soft, bulbous bottom being like, kind of jutting out and impudent or whatever. I'm gonna fly off the handle. I'm gonna do some sort of acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle and win like a medal or some shit. Then let's hope there will be a squishy derriere somewhere below the handle to break your fall. And scene. Scene. <laughs> really hard not to laugh throughout that I entire know. <laughs> oh my god. That was good. We did hey. good. Look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk a theater major and uh, another, another theater, theater major? Another theater major could this off, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we done did it. So yeah, that's uh, Dave is uh, very much in distress, and Rose is not helping. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that's what I love about that. Rose, though. Yeah, I do too. She's really great. What I have next in my notes is the punch designix, designix. I think it's designix. Designix, is that it? Oh, I God. like to. That's what I called it in my head. Was the punch designix? Okay. So, do you want to explain it, or should I? I think you should explain it because I think you understand it a little bit more than I do. I, uh, that's not by a lot, then. So, <laughs> anytime a new item is capitalized, I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Capitalized. Capitalized on the back of its capsulot card is a code, right? So the Designix is like a thing that Rose and John end up making. See, this is the crap about Homestuck I don't care for. I don't give a shit about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that we just did, that thing that we just read together, yeah. that's what I care about. Little Tell cow, us how you really that's feel. what I care about. Bro's room, <laughs> that's what I care about. This I don't give two f's about and i you can you can take that to the grave whatever that's not how that expression goes but you know what i mean so the there's a code on the back of the card and so if you put the code in the punch designx wait if you put the code so you put the card in the design x right and then you type in the code and then the card comes out with punches and i believe that that now has more abilities I think. I don't what know. What happens? 
I don't know what happens. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot and I didn't write it down because I didn't care about it that much. I don't think anything really happens because from what I remember, he just sort of puts it in and it does something and he's like, okay, I guess I'm just experimenting with this now. I don't think it really does anything with it that I, I noticed. I think it does something, but I'm sure I it does. It's got to do something. What it is. I think it's just, it's just one of those convoluted homestuck things that doesn't really make a damn lick of sense but whatever not at all so anyway dad's room so yes rose makes a hole in the ceiling by dropping she drops the safe right right from dad's room and john looks up and i guess he's not has he been in his dad's room already i don't think he has. no because remember there was like a fuzz when rose oh, he's was been trying in his to look dad's at it. study right in the study, He's been in the dad's in, study, but, but not, not in, in his, his dad's bedroom. bedroom. So there's a hole now, and now it's like, ooh, what's in dad's room? But we don't go in there just yet. So and there's a safe that came from there. And the combination to the safe is underneath the safe. Like oh. on the bottom of the safe. And I didn't write down what the combo was. Did you? I didn't even see the combo. Okay, um, I'll figure that out for the next episode. There we go. If that's important at all. But the idea, <laughs> the safe drops and then it opens. It springs open. And in it is Colonel Sassaker's John Dante oh, text yeah. of magical frivolity and practical japery. There is the fatherly gents shaving almanac newspaper. Uh, right, there's news. It's the almanac, and then there's newspaper scraps from four thirteen. I don't know. Do you? Did I tell you four thirteen? I don't remember if we talked about this. I don't remember. Is the day that Homestuck starts? Oh, okay. Is the March thirteenth, and that is 413, also four thirteen. That's April. That's also John's, yeah, April 13th. That's also John's birthday. So that's like Homestuck Day. That's a very important day and sequence of numbers in Homestuck canon. Okay. So like when 413 happens, we need to do like big spectacle or something. It's what I'm saying. great because the day after that is my birthday. Oh, you're right. Yeah, right? It's going to be fun. Right. Yeah. Look at Homestuck you. Day and then birthday. Look at you. So, and also in the safe is the common pornographer space rock knock space rock knock local burbs block off no that's what it says the newspaper says that the newspaper is the common the common pornographer that's a great name for a paper yes. and it, the title says space rock knocks local burbs block off which is really interesting because it's actually what just happened to john uh, yeah there was a big old meteor comment thing that hit him and now his whole his house is surrounded by nothingness. And so crazy. what could this newspaper mean? Is it from the past? Is it from the future? Who I know knows? the answer. I think I know the answer, but I'm not going to tell you. You specifically, Brendan. Okay, great. Because <laughs> we'll find I out. Think it's, I think it's got to be from the future. Okay. Because you think of it's the from, wayward your, vagabond. Yeah. That's your guess. Okay. That's my guess. Also, there is a note and it goes like this. Son. If you are reading this, it means you are now strong enough to lift the safe. You are a now you are now a man. As such, you are entitled to what is inside. I know you will take this responsibility seriously. I am so proud of you. And that's dated 02-49-13. 
So the idea was that when John was strong enough, he could lift this huge safe and see the combination on the other underside and then open it up to get what's inside, which is a Colonel Sassaker book, a book about shaving and newspaper clippings. But also, I want to know, I'm interested about this date because it's it's 0249913. Right. So I don't know what that date means. I see a four. I see a 13. I don't know if this is in like the traditional sequence of numbers because 413 as it's used in Homestuck is like the American. We do the month and then we do the day of the month. So if this is that way, if this is a date, it is zero two four. Oh, but there's no 49th day. I'm dumb. This is the combination. (laughs) Isn't this the combination? I think that's the combination. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Never mind. I was trying to crack the code. You were <laughs> trying to crack no it. Code. But that's okay. No, it is the code. I was going to say, I'm trying to crack the code. There is no code. That is the literal code. That is the literal code. We figured it out, though. Go yeah, us. We did. High five. Hey. I'm, yay. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm going to double check, I think, for the next episode to make sure that that is indeed the combination and we're not just spouting bullshit and we think we're really funny and cool i think we are really funny and cool either way yeah we are you're right what i have next in my notes john levels up on the ecto ladder for That's slaying right. the imp he goes from whatever he previously was to a pesky urchin yes <laughs> and then colonel sassaker also levels up and the bathtub levels up and, and the then fridge the s- levels up right i think the fridge leveled up earlier Oh, the fridge did level up earlier. Something happened with the fridge. I don't know. But, and then the safe is slain in battle and gets a Viking funeral. That's right. To carry it off to Valhalla. I hate that so much. (laughs) Valhalla. I love it so, so much. So there's an image of Colonel Sassaker with, like, the Batman, like, behind him. And then there's the same thing with the bathtub. And then with the vault, there's an an image of the vault on a Viking ship. And it's lit on fire. It's just burning. It's very majestic. And then... I'm going to end with my notes and then we'll go back to whatever you may want to say. And then the what we see is that the imp that we thought got knocked off, he climbs mm-hmm. back up and we're left with a sweet little cliffhanger. And that's why I decided that we should stop reading right there. It's like a nice little cute little cliffhanger. It was a good cliffhanger because he's hanging off the cliff. <laughs> oh, you're right. Damn. I didn't even catch that. Oh, I thought you did that on purpose. No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great anyways. That's what I got. Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Because for me, that's it. <laughs> I think that's basically it. We covered it. We and did. I'm glad that we got to talk about all the things that I wanted to talk about, too. And I think there there might have just been one thing, one question that I have that probably means nothing, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, looking too far into it. What and I'm it? wondering what boon dollars are. Okay, so it means nothing. Great. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Is that just the currency that they use? When, I when think that they might just be dollars? the currency. Because when the fridge leveled up, the fridge earned 285 boon dollars. And I, I was like, that's not boon. grist or anything. So what, what other currency could that I be? Think, I think the whole idea of the leveling up, is it? I don't play D&D. I don't know if you do. Do you play D&D? I play a little bit of D&D. Is that like a and d reference or a tabletop reference? The idea of leveling up and then having like a cute little name? 
I yeah, kind of like you. You get a little something something for leveling up in D and D. I don't know if it's necessarily a D and D reference though. I guess we'll see. In Homestuck, uh, I can't even say this really without it might be a spoiler. Don't spoil it. Don't. Spoil I'm not going to spoil it. But there's like a concept that is kind of related to this that sounds like it's kind of taken from D and D a little bit. And when you see okay. it, you'll know. I see. I think the Boon Dollars is kind of like another cute little video game type reference because it isn't grist i think it's just another form of like currency it's gotta be but i don't think it's real currency in homestuck i think it's like real currency in the fact that like homestuck is so damn meta it's so meta it's so meta (laughs) so in like how homestuck is like kind of set up to be like a game that's like the currency but it's also not the current i don't know if i'm making any sense i i guess we'll figure it out when we read more yeah, I guess we will. Is that I think it? That's it for me. Yeah, that's, that's it, it for, for me. me too. I have nothing else to say. Great. Well, let's Great. go ahead and end it then. Let's go ahead and end it. Don't want to miss a thing? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MS Pain Adventure. No S. Because I couldn't get it. Because <laughs> I couldn't get the S at the end because it was too long. And also on Tumblr at MS Pain Adventures with an S dash pod. Brendan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you guys can find me uh, basically anywhere. I'm on all the social media. Instagram at Ben Drenz, I think. I, yeah, Ben Drenz, B-E-N-D-R-E-N-S. Twitter at Ben Drenz. On TikTok, I'm at Ben Dren, no S. Uh, I think that's about it. I think that's all I want to plug for today, at least. Okay, I am everywhere. I am on Twitter instagram and twitch at gren casas that's g-r-e-n-c-a-s-a-s yeah Woo, we i'll did follow it. you thanks i'll follow you too also i'm on tiktok as well sorry forgot that one it's still it's still new anyway thank you so much for listening goodbye goodbye <laughs>